the kittens gave Atticus a wave. Atticus ignored them. He decided not to speak to them again until they'd said sorry for getting him told off. He hopped onto a chair next to Mrs. Tucker, trying to look police cat sergeant-like. Atticus! Mrs. Tucker cried. I haven't seen you for ages! She tickled him under the chin. Been keeping out of trouble, I hope? Inspector Cheddar was just behind them. He glowered at Nellie Smelly and her cats and ground his teeth at Atticus. He still hadn't got all the soot out of his eyebrows. His police uniform was at the menders. Atticus's ears drooped. I thought not, Mrs. Tucker said cheerfully. Trouble seems to follow you around. Atticus noticed Mrs. Tucker's basket under her chair. There was a delicious smell of sardines coming from it. He looked at it meaningfully. Still as greedy as ever, I see. Mrs. Tucker reached into the basket and got out two fish. She gave Atticus and Mimi one each. Mimi picked at hers delicately. Atticus gulped his down in one before Inspector Cheddar had a chance to stop him. Greedy. He was half starved. He hadn't had anything decent to eat for days. He licked his lips and meowed for seconds. When Mrs. Tucker ignored him, Mimi gave him the rest of hers. Pay attention, Atticus, Inspector Cheddar barked. It's about to start. Atticus settled down for the lecture. The professor from the British Museum was sitting at the front of the hall on a podium with Mr. Tucker. Behind them was a large screen. <coughs> Mr. Tucker got to his foot. He only had one leg because a giant lobster had clipped off the other one once when he was out fishing. Now he had a wooden leg instead. The audience went quiet. Thank yous for coming to me house, Mr. Tucker said. This is Professor Edmund Very Clever, and he's here to tell you about sharks. No, he's not, Herman, Mrs. Tucker threw a sardine at her husband. He's here to tell us about Howard Toffley, the Egyptologist. What's the matter with you? Have you been on the pickled tuna again? Mr. Tucker looked confused. He sat down and rubbed his chin. Atticus watched him, concerned. He knew what was wrong. Normally, Mr. Tucker had a long beard, which was all tangled up with his smelly jumper, or the other way round. He was very proud of his beard jumper. He shampooed it regularly with Thumper's traditional white beard dye and let Atticus groom it for morsels of fish when no one else was looking. But something awful had happened. Ginger Biscuit and the magpies had got stuck in it when they were trying to escape with the crown jewels and Mr. Tucker had to cut it off. Poor Mr. Tucker, Atticus thought. He definitely wasn't himself without his beard jumper. Professor Edmund, very clever, stood up. He had long bony fingers, long skinny arms and legs, a long scrawny neck and a big dome-shaped head. Atticus thought he looked very brainy. Ladies and gentlemen, children and cats, the professor said. I'm here to tell you about the life of a very special man. He clicked a button on a remote. The screen behind him changed. A black and white photo appeared of a handsome man with a big chin riding an elephant. He had a gun slung over one shoulder and a dead zebra over the other. Howard Toffley was an adventurer, Edmund very clever continued. He was a man who wrestled lions for entertainment. A man who thought nothing of swimming in a lake full of crocodiles. A man who kept tarantulas instead of loose change in his trouser pockets. A man who travelled around the world on horseback 
while most people went to Bognor by bus. The audience listened, entranced. Atticus held Mimi's paw. Howard Toffley knew no fear, the professor said. He embraced danger. He laughed in the face of calamity until... He paused. The fateful day he went to Egypt. It was on that day, although he did not know it then, that Howard Toffley was doomed to die a terrible death. Here, in this very house, cursed for all eternity...